All right, we'll say good morning, good morning, good morning. Let us conclude. Emir Hashem, Perek Chaf. Incredible, finishing up Perek Chaf from Seal Sicharim. Ramchal says, Nimtse Slame. Therefore, it turns out that we learn. What is it that we learn? Shabalis Chasid Chasidus Remember again, the title of this parak was Mishkala Chasidus, Weighing Chasidus. And the whole point that Ramchal was making within this, within this parak was what? That being a Chasid, being a Chasid requires me to weigh my actions. And sometimes something may look good in the moment, but may in fact really be detrimental and negative. So here he's going to sum this up. Nimsei Slamid. It turns out, we'll say this last piece is almost like a, it's a summary of the entire barrack. Nimsei Slamid. Shabal is chasid chasidus amit. If somebody wants to be truly pious, say it is not enough to look at my actions through the prism of the present. I have to think about what my actions are going to cause in the future. The toldo, the toldos, right? What's the offspring? What's the repercussions, the ramifications, the results of my actions? So I will say, I have to look at the context, the ace. Like right now, at this time, at this time, is this the right thing to do? They will say, socially, I have to examine, if I do this now in this chevra, is the right impact socially? Literally means, again, according to the subject, meaning, is this something that is truly necessary or not? And where I am, situationally. Situationally. So we'll say, what Ramchal says is, before you do something that you think is pious, that you think is chasidus, you just have to weigh it. Is it the right place? Is it the right time? Is it with the right group of people? Is it going to have positive byproducts now and in the future? Or is it going to be something that may be episodically positive, but Lamaisa could have long term detrimental effects? And sometimes you answer these questions and say to yourself, you know what? It's not the right time. It's not the right place. It's not the right chevra. And therefore, it turns out that what? It turns out that what? That sometimes abstaining from doing something is actually more pious than the performance of the act itself. It's incredible. He says, Sometimes you can have something that looks really good, really pious, but if I do this, the results are going to be negative. And I will say, sometimes you'll have something that may look negative right now, but in the long run, in the long term, ultimately will be positive. So look what the Bible says. Hakol holich, achar hachitum, vahatolada. The Bible says, "Isn't this incredible? How sometimes again our worlds, our worlds collide." What do we just say by by the zeros? It's all by how you finish, right? You got across the finish. What does the Amchal say? Hakol holich, achar hachitum. Everything is determined by how you finish. Now the Bible says, "The goodness and the piety of any individual act is not simply measured by its present importance." But the piety of any particular act is measured by how it's going to end. What's the ramifications of this long term? What are the repercussions of this act down the road? That's what really determines the effectiveness and the piety of this particular act. Because I will say, at the end of the day, life is a long game, right? Life is not a short, life is a long game. So therefore I will say, 
So when we act, when we make decisions, and this happens to all of us too often, all we're doing is I'm looking at the present, totally, totally uncognizant of the future repercussions and ramifications of my actions. What is good and what is pious and what is holy is not simply determined by what is good now, but it has to be determined by what will be good down the road as well. Making these decisions really requires an understanding heart. Right? It's not Pasha. It's not Pasha. The Ramchal says, everything I do, I have to think about. Like, what are the long-term repercussions and ramifications of this action? He goes on, he says, Because the truth is, in order to make these decisions, he has to have what you call a lave maven, an understanding heart, and a seichel nachon, and a right, and, and literally, again, a correct intellect. In other words, we'll say, you have to be a thinking, thoughtful person in order to be able to make these types of decisions in a right way, because it's impossible to spell out all of the details. And hopefully HaKadosh Baruch will give us knowledge and wisdom to make these decisions correctly. What happened to Rabbi Tarifon? It's an incredible story. tells a story. A Rabbi Tarifon. There's a machlokas b'sham b'sila about kriya shema, right? What what physical position do you have to have in shema? So remember again, the pasuk by shema says b'shach b'cha uvekumecha when you lie down and when you get up. B'sham I hold that at night you have to say shema lying down and by day standing up. B'sila says no, you say shema. You don't say shema lying down. B'shach b'cha doesn't refer to physical posture, but rather refers to the time of day. The Gemara tells the Mishnah story of Tarifon who was traveling and it was nighttime and he decided to be machmir like Beishamai and what did he do? He lay down on the side of the road. Well, he put himself in mortal danger because they were bandits and he almost got killed. So his fellow rabbinic colleague said to him, you know what? You should have gotten killed. So it's good to have friends like that. Right? In other words, right? in other words you, you, you deserved it. You deserved it. Why? Because what are you doing? What are you doing? Why, why, why are you being machmir like Beishamai? Don't pass like Beishamai. So I'll say, what do you see? Very part of it, Tarifon. Rabbi Tarifon is just trying to be machmir. He's just trying to be machmir. There was a machlokis b'sham b'silol, and it was an important matter for Klal Yisrael. We'll say ultimately again. Ultimately, the halacha was decided like Beis Hillel, and that's important because once the halacha is decided, that becomes the practice for Klal Yisrael. And the observance, proper observance, should not be weakened in any way. Because again, if halachic practice is not solidified, then what happens? Then what happens? Over time, it becomes like Klal Yisrael's two Torahs. There's going to be a Beis Torah, Beis Hillel Torah. Therefore, what? The Alkim, Yoser Chasidus Hula Haksik Kebeisila Filukula. So it's just such a fascinating example of this. So, so look what's happening over here. Rabbi Tarfan, right? Rabbi Tarfan sees as a machlokas Hashem Beisila. Obviously, Beishamai is more machmir than Beisila, which is true mo- most of the time. Obviously, number of it, most of the time. So what's going on, Rabbi Tarfan's mind? Rabbi Tarfan says, you know what? I want to be a Chasid. I want to be a Chasid. So what does it mean to be a Chasid in this context, Kriyat Rabbi Tarfan? What does it mean? I'm going to paskin like Beishamai and lay down on the ground for Kriyashima Shal Arvis. And meanwhile, what were they telling Rabbi Tarfan? Rabbi Tarfan, that's not Chasidos. 
That's not Chasidus. Why? Because Rabbi Tarifun, Rabbi say, watch this, Rabbi Tarifun. The halacha was decided like Beisilo. And if you decide to be Machmir, like Beishamai, you're Rabbi Tarifun. And if people see you being Machmir like Beishamai, what will happen? What will happen? They'll be Machmir like Beishamai as well. And now you can have groups of people being Machmir like Beishamai. And groups of people being Machmir or Pasking like Beisilo. And what's going to happen, Rabbi say, what's going to happen? It's going to be like two Torahs. Claudius will be split. <coughs> Shabbos says, incredible example. Here, Rabbi Tarifun thinks he's doing something good by being machmir. He's doing something good by taking something upon himself. What were his colleagues telling him? Rabbi Tarifun, you know what your problem is? You know what your problem is? You're only look at, looking at your act through the prism of the present. But you're not recognizing the future repercussions of your actions upon class. I will say, what an incredible example. In other words, they weren't blasting Rabbi Tarfan for being machmir. In other words, you want to be machmir, be your machmir, I will say. But if you want to be machmir, just contemplate the impact of your chumras upon other people. And Rabbi Tarfan, you are a gadol be Yisrael. So if you are machmir in this situation, that could lead ultimately to masses following you and nasa kishtei toros. Va'alkin dasa mishnazos. Yoser chasidus hulahachse kibesaf yil lukula. Milahachmer kibeshamai. Therefore, they were saying to Rabbi Tarfan, the Mishnah saying is, what is chasidus? So I'll say, what is chasidus in this case? Chasidus in this case is tapaskin like Beisilel. Even though they're more mekel than Meishamai, I was saying, how is that Chasidus? That's Chasidus because because the long-term repercussions and ramifications of Paschaling like Beishamai is splintering Cloud Yisrael. This was, is, was, is, isn't that incredible? It's it's such an incredible ma'aseh here. Rabbi Tarfan, Rabbi Tarfan, Rabbi Tarfan is not trying to shift the halacha. What is Rabbi Tarfan trying to do? According to Rabbi Chal, what is Rabbi Tarfan trying to do? What is he trying to do? Personal chumrah. I want to be machmir. I'm not telling anybody to do what they... In other words, everyone should do like Beisila. Me, I want to be machmir. And what the Rabbanim, other Rabbanim say to Rabbi Tarfon is, that's fine, but you're Rabbi Tarfon. You're Rabbi Tarfon. You're not an individual. You're Rabbi Tarfon. You're a good little Yisrael. People look at what you do and they follow your lead. So if you start this, if you start this, understand, you're leading the road down to a major split within Klav Yisrael. Say, Rabbi Tarfon, chasidus for you is not to be machmir like Beishamai. Chasidus for you is what? To be maker like Beisilom and to reinforce normative halachic practice. Incredible. says this story is like a guiding light for us to see what is the true light of Chasidus. Lasos hayasher be'ene Hashem to do that which is right in the eyes of Hashem. So beautiful. The Ramchal ends off. The Ramachal is up by teaching us, again, the major theme of this parak, that in order to understand what is truly chasidus, it's not enough to look at the act through the prism of the present, but rather a person has to look at the ramifications of this action in the future as well. If the ramifications for the future are good, go ahead and do it. But if the ramifications for the future are negative, even if there is some potential for present good, better to abstain. That so, so sometimes performance generates chasidus, and sometimes abstention generates chasidus. But as Ramchal says, a person needs a lev, what was his lashon? A lev maven and a seichel nochel. A person has to have an understanding heart and, a, and a, literally, again, a correct seichel to be able to analyze it. So we'll say, mazel tov on finishing parak chaf.
Emir session tomorrow we begin Parakhafalif. We're not finished with Chasidus yet. We still have a lot with Chasidus. Tomorrow we begin Parakhafalif. Shkoyach.